0: What's the perfect metaphor for being a modern, working mama of three? If you know all too well how the best intended plans can be diverted by a screaming toddler, have some cold toast. I'm your host, Jen Armstrong, and on this podcast, I share a candid, refreshing view on motherhood, entrepreneurship, marriage, and just being a 21st century woman in many roles. There's no wrong answers here. This is a judgment-free zone. All you need is the grit to survive and the grace to be okay with it all. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Cold Toast. Hey everyone, Happy New Year. It's great to be back at the microphone and share with you a little bit about what I've been up to. I hope that what I've had to share lately is going to help everyone kind of introspectively look at your own thoughts and your own life and its current state. But I had a great 2023. It was probably one of the most impactful years of my life, if you will. And the reason why I think it was one of the most impactful years of my life is because I accomplished a huge goal of mine which was to train for and enter a bodybuilding competition which I did accomplish uh, last September but it was years in the making. I actually wanted to participate in a bodybuilding competition almost five years back and was on the road to do that but got pregnant with my son. This time last year I the foot to the pedal and was like let's go let's do it I hired a trainer and um, committed myself from January of last year to September and it was a big chunk of my year honestly training for the competition I mean if you think about it it was nine months out of the 12 months really focusing on this one goal and I've since described it to others that the experience was pretty life-altering I would say that it's refined a lot of mental clarity in me and uh, really strengthened, I guess, my already determined mind, you know, it forced me to really look introspectively a lot. And it's a very lonely sport bodybuilding is, uh, because it's a you against you sport. And You know, although you have a trainer or you essentially have people you work out with, probably in a team of some sorts, uh, you spend a lot of time alone because it's you eating the food, during the regimen, you know, and seeing the body changes in yourself and seeing the mental changes in yourself and sort of reconciling all of that. But it's really you by yourself, you know. And I spent a lot of time alone in that journey. Although I didn't feel alone, but I think that was sort of that dichotomy of training, spending a lot of time alone, really getting to know myself physically and mentally, but having such a huge support system along the way. So I feel very blessed to have gone through it and was able to see my individual limits and my individual capabilities, but also have folks rally behind me to get this goal done and it was again that was a huge part of my my year in 2023 if you ever consider doing something like running a marathon or doing something that's like a you versus you sport I would say bodybuilding definitely is something that not a lot of people get into or not a lot of people complete if they strive to do it so I feel very fortunate that I was in the right you know financial state right mental state just everything like aligned perfectly for me to have done it last year and I'm glad I did it so that was really huge I actually I don't know if a lot of you do this but with my group of friends we typically share a word with each other that describe the year that has passed and a word uh, that we you know hope to strive for in the year to come so kind of piggybacking off the bodybuilding thing i shared that my word for 2023 was alive and i i can't stress enough just how much when you when you're that close to your body and you know it down to science almost uh training for a bodybuilding competition it really just made me so in tune with who i am physically mentally emotionally and everything that i was doing you know just made me feel the most alive I have ever felt. I think I was also the most happy I ever felt because I was doing something that was good for me. It was good for, for me in all aspects of my life. It was good for our family dynamic, for my kids to see me struggle through a journey to complete a goal. And I say struggle, but there was also a lot of euphoric moments where I was really happily doing it. But you know, I wanted my kids to see me struggle. I wanted—I was teaching them lessons in my bodybuilding journey that I never even expected to teach them, and um, I just felt so alive. That like that journey made me feel the most alive I've ever felt in my body. It made me feel clean. It made me feel so clear about who I am and what I'm capable of. And you know, I never hardly got sick during those nine months, and I just was that time period just felt really exhilarating and not only did that make me feel alive in 2023 but I think my experiences that I created for myself and my family in 2023 also made me feel alive. Our family went on a pretty big trip vacation last October um, that we've been planning years in the making but we went to Mexico with the kids and that whole experience really again just made me feel alive I was doing something we were doing things that would just make us happy made us appreciate life made us appreciate each other so that word alive really encompassed last year for me but the word that I shared with my friends about 2024 and how I view the year to come is honor now that word honor I think at least for me, I feel like it's been thrown a- around a lot, especially in the mental mental well-being space. But I, I think it is the word for me in 2024. And I, I want to say that it's because I-, I want to be more mindful about knowing who I am and sticking to who I am in all situations, in all adversities, and in even in all happy times You know, that's to come in this year. I want to just honor who I am and everything that I do and not forget. I think that we forget sometimes that we are our oldest friend, ourselves, right? We're the person that we're born with. We're with ourselves 24-7 before anybody else. So I just want to honor, you know, a feeling that I'm having. I want to honor a boundary that I may be feeling. I just want to always, always put myself first in situations that make sense. Obviously, as a parent and a wife, you have to compromise. You may not always put yourself first, right? Loved ones oftentimes have to come before your needs or before your feeling. But for the most part, I really want to honor me in 2024. Um, And I also want to honor others and be better at honoring and relinquishing the need to control how situations can, you know, end up. I, I want to honor other people's boundaries, honor their thoughts, honor their wishes, honor their opinions, and just leave it there and not feel the need to battle through everything with people. And, you know, I'm not to say that that's something that I feel like I have to work on. I just, I feel like it's something that I have to just be better at because I have this need, just my personality to, I think I honor people generally, but I feel like if someone has an opinion or something, someone does something that's different from what, how I would feel or something or do different than what I would do it, I I often let it bother me. And I I just want to leave it there and say, you know what, I'm going to honor that person where they're at. And let them be, and you know it's okay to share an opinion. It's okay to share how I'm feeling about it, but I, I don't, I want to relinquish the need to find compromise all the time because there's not a need for that. So that's my words for 2024. And you know it's it's really fascinating because the older that you get, the more you realize. And I hope this is true for you. I've I've been feeling at least um, I turned 45 next month in February. And I've just been feeling like I have to really like not wonder too much about the what ifs and the past. And I've been really trying to look forward all the time because I'm not going to lie that there's moments where I look at the past and I look at what was and I often want to dissect it and, you know, dive deep into it and, and see how it's shaped someone or shaped me but i'm I'm gonna i think cease doing that because living in the past can be unproductive you know and it doesn't change anything really it's okay as a reflective person it's okay to think about stuff in the past but i i don't think uh not everybody's on the level of where i need to oftentimes unpack things from the past and then try to get an answer for how it's affected the present day or the future not everybody lives in the past not everybody cares about that so um i'm just gonna you know again just like how i'm gonna honor myself and honor people i'm gonna honor the past for what it was and try this year to really look forward forward always you know one foot in front of the other actually have a a tattoo that I got a few years, a few birthdays back, on my left foot, along this the side of my foot, of a a cute arrow that's facing towards my toes, and that was I did that as a means to remind myself to always look forward and always move forward, one foot in front of the other, day by day, and that's really have to just sort of go back to that thought process of always looking forward always looking ahead and never looking back for answers. And that's a pretty good segue into like where I am currently a couple weeks ago and I haven't shared this with a lot of people but my husband knows but I actually started therapy and it's online therapy so it's really great. It's so much easier than going into an office and seeing a therapist but Regardless, I was kind of like in December feeling like I was struggling a little bit. The holidays is always a, a crazy time for our household because my husband starts basketball season. He's a coach. And, you know, that's that means, you know, daily practices, late nights if there's games. And it's already compounded by the stresses of the holiday season. So... A few weeks back I was struggling in the sense where like I feel like I didn't have a grasp on things and and I know I did, you know, I know that I mean my our schedules are like clockwork, like things were getting done, work was getting done, you know, I was staying afloat as best as I can, but there was moments of where my mind would just wander into like there was just, just an internal struggle to finding the balance and even the contentment in the tasks and the to-do list, right? So I had to really internalize the feeling. And oftentimes when I'm feeling something, I tend to do look inward and I don't really share outwardly how I'm feeling with my husband and I say my husband because he's usually my first go-to person, you know, of who I would come to with my problems or issues. I mean, my, I'm sure every one of you have your go-to person who that is, right? And for me, it's him. But because he wasn't around during that time very much, he was, you know, he was traveling with his basketball team. And again, I was just holding down the fort at home. And on top of that, Again, trying to create the the mama magic that comes with the holiday season, right, and making the kids feel just the excitement of the season. So that was all on my shoulders, and I, I, I had to sit him down, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm struggling a little bit, and it's not to scare you, it's not to blame you, it's not to make you have to fix anything, or to even give advice, but it's to just I want you to hear that this is how I'm feeling and I don't know where to go from here. I know that, you know, generally speaking, I'm a pretty strong person mentally and I can often, and I've been, we've been here before, right? I mean, my kids are 11, 10 and four. Uh, Trav's been a basketball coach for many, many years. So I've gone through this season before with him, but for this for some reason this year or last December was hard for a bit. And I realized I can't always just turn to him to talk. I have to talk it out with some, someone that really doesn't know me, that doesn't have a bias maybe. So I you know, looked into online therapy and I, I had a trial where I spoke with a therapist and I actually really liked her and it helped me. You know, just that 45-minute session during the trial period, it made me feel lighter. I I felt like I was talking to someone that had no context really of who I am, you know, and someone that was just open and was asking mindful questions. And it was refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who was going to, you know, let me speak and then helped me internalize my thoughts. And I stuck with it. I actually paid for more sessions after the trial. And since then, it's been, I think, three weeks since I started therapy. I've just been feeling lighter. Like, I've been feeling so much more. I don't know how to describe it, but like the day-to-day since then, I haven't been feeling too stressed and since then, what we had Christmas, we had New Year's. I just been enjoying the moments without trying too hard to to be anxious about like, oh, what's next? What do I have to do next? You know, and and I think therapy is really helping with that. So I'm really grateful and glad that I've started therapy. And if anybody out there uh, goes to therapy or utilizes that resource, kudos to you. I am definitely an advocate for it. I'll Definitely promote it. Because I think it's necessary sometimes to, you know, when you have that internal struggle of finding balance and contentment in life to have somebody to talk to and to help you kind of weed through the noise and really get to who you are at the core of who you are, you know, because that's oftentimes what life is. You know, you're experiencing this and that and you're trying to keep up with it all. It's it's hard sometimes to really think about and reflect what just happened, you know. it It reminds me actually of a really cool caption of a post that I saw on Instagram. Instagram handle or the account is, I think it's Humans of New York. And they posted it like I think back in November, closer to Thanksgiving. So, you know, for me, the holiday season is always a very nostalgic reflective season for me naturally but when I so I'm always connecting with messages whether it's on social or you know in conversations or in my work I'm always unintentionally but subconsciously connecting with messages that resonate with this feeling of reflection and nostalgia and like what just happened this year and what do we have to look forward to next year but anyway humans of new york is the um instagram handle and they posted a picture of a woman just kind of leaning against a building outside in the city and she was talking in the caption it, the caption is always going to be like a quote from the person that's in the photo But this woman was sharing how she was turning 40. She has three kids, a full-time job. Her kids are all young. You know, I think they're all under the age of seven. And it's just sharing like how the amount of mental energy that it takes to juggle everything as a mom, a working mom at that, and a, a wife at that, it's, you know, it can get busy and it can get like when are things going to slow down? When can I breathe? And she was just sharing in her quote, which is the caption of this Instagram post, just just how fast changes happen, especially when you have kids. You know, one, one moment they're a baby, then they're a little kid, and then they're a teenager, and then that's it. And like, nothing prepares you for that. Nothing prepares you for the road of parenthood. And Like you're totally just responsible for one person, like from birth to 18 years old, your whole whole life as an adult is to mold and guide this person. And then before you know it, that person is an adult themselves and they're no longer your responsibility to some extent, right? But how do you prepare for that? I don't, I'm, I, I, be, I think I want to become, <laughs> and I think I unintentionally maybe have been an advocate for parents who, because I've always said, and I've been consistent in this, parents, especially moms, right, who are the primary caretaker most of the time, we're, we're just figuring out who we are as parents when our kid is born. You know, it's a lot of change. It's them changing in front of your eyes. It's you changing internally alongside them. And it just, it's like a cycle. And especially if you have more than one child, it's a cycle of change all the time. And, you know, it's not things that you plan for, really. Who plans for how they're going to mother a child? Who plans for how they're, they're going to be an adult? And and my own family, personally, like it's 2024 and in the last uh, ten years, we've we've moved three times. That's moving is tough too. You know that's a change, and change. I guess our financial situation has changed too, and that comes with a lot of, for lack of a better word, change. But there's just been a lot, and you're not you can't plan for those things. So I think the older you get, and going back to this Instagram post, she was just sharing like, it's how many like it's like dodgeball, right? Life is like dodgeball when you're um, an adult and you've, you're raising a family and you have to pivot all the time, you know? And she was just saying, before you know it, like it, when life is all said and done and you're done being a parent, you know, you have to sometimes realize when was the last time you saw the old you and you didn't even get to say goodbye, That was that hit me like the end of that was the end of the post. That was the end of the caption. She says, you know, all of a sudden you realize that moment in time right before the dodgeball, that was the last time you saw the old you and you didn't even get to say goodbye. So every experience as a parent, every experience as an adult, as a mom, I I feel her, you know, like every turning point to change. That is a different person that's dealing with that change. And then, then you make the change, and then now you're a new person because you've experienced the change, you've worked through it. But when was the last time you saw the old you in the grand scheme of things? And and you didn't even get to say goodbye. So that, that pulse came, opportune time, because that's just how I've been feeling. All of last year, it's like, you know, I realize I have a little life. And this little life of mine is one life of many, like eight billion lives on this earth. And it's also a flash in a pan and a blink of an eye in the grand history of this earth. But it's my little life, you know, and these are my little people that we're raising. And I, it's big to me, but sometimes, you know, it's sad that you don't have a chance really to keep up with. Noticing who you are in these changes and coming to terms with the changes and saying, hey, you did a good job. On to the next chapter. So that's going to be my goal is just honoring the changes, honoring the changes in me, honoring my little life that I've created for myself and realizing that, you know, sometimes you have to say goodbye. The goodbyes come probably daily, monthly, Yearly. But have a talk with yourself, I and mean, I'm going to really practice this. But have a talk with myself in those big milestone moments. You know, whether it's the end of a new year or end of a old year onto a new year. But just say, you did good. You did good this year. Here's to the next. Keep going, and say goodbye to that person. You know, there's a lot of people I've had to say goodbye to in my life, and there's a lot of experiences that I had to say goodbye to a lot of you know jobs and changes but it's okay that person that Jen in those moments did the best she could and she's still alive in this little life so I'm going to honor her in 2024 but I wish you guys all a really happy new year thanks for tuning into my podcast going to keep up with it as much as I can because along with therapy, I think this podcast has been my therapy as well. But thanks for coming back for another episode. I really hoped you guys would come back this year for more episodes. Um, Other than that, take care of yourselves and each other. Thanks for listening.